When you're hiring, it feels amazing to finally close out a job search. But what if you could get rid of the search and just match? You can with Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Some people just know bundling with Allstate means big savings. Just like they know the right ingredient means big flavor. They know honey on pizza is where it's at. And olive oil on ice cream is the cherry on top. And they know when you bundle home and auto with Allstate, you can save up to 25%. Mm -mm. Bundled savings vary by state and are not available in every state. Saving up to 25% is the countrywide average of the maximum available savings off the home policy. Allstate Vehicle and Property Insurance Company and Affiliates, Northbrook, Illinois. On the Gopher Sports Network, from Learfield IMG College, welcome to Gopher Football Weekly with P.J. Fleck. At the 30 behind the defense, 20, 10, 5, touchdown, Minnesota Golden Gophers. Gopher Football Weekly with P.J. Fleck is brought to you by Onward for Business, presented by Sunbelt Business Advisors, alumni-owned and Minnesota's largest seller of companies. Now, Gopher Football Weekly with P.J. Fleck. Here's the voice of the Gophers, Mike Grimm. Welcome to Gopher Football Weekly with Gopher head coach P.J. Fleck. I'm Mike Grimm along with Justin Gard here to talk about a couple of exciting news nuggets. Certainly the Golden Gophers get a win at Nebraska this past Saturday and they get a shot now with Wisconsin and Paul Bunyan's axe is on the line this coming Saturday. First of all, uh, good to see you, Coach, and I'm guessing uh, that uh, you're feeling good about how your team in the face of adversity played and got a win on the road Saturday. Yeah, that was a mission, find a way to win. You know, I thought the players executed the game plan perfectly, not just the X's and O's, but how we were going to have to go manage and go win that football game uh, with 33 players out, uh, multiple starters from the offensive line, defensive line, um, you know, the wide receiver position, the tight end position. Uh, you, you can pick a position, and we were shorthanded at it. Uh, played 22 freshmen, and I thought they played outstanding. I uh, got two takeaways, which I think is the story of the game, uh, and didn't turn the ball over. Uh, we had one penalty until the fourth quarter, which I thought, you know, was 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 really well executed by our players, showed incredible discipline, um, you know, and they found a way to win. I think that was the biggest, uh, biggest takeaway. We wanted to shorten the game, take care of the football, get takeaways, uh, do everything we can to score. And then the main focus was, hey, if we get a chance, we got to finish the game on offense. And 
Uh, we hadn't been able to do that in some games, and, and I thought our players showed tons of progress by finding a way to get that done. And it wasn't just with with Mo. I mean, Clay Geary makes a huge catch uh, on the sideline, and we had multiple receivers have the most catches they've ever had in a game. So uh, it shows not only good things for right now, but also shows good things as we continue to go into the future. When you went back, Coach, and looked at your defense, you know, just three points after halftime, just that late field goal, obviously a great start as well. How, how have they improved, you know, in the last couple of weeks? That was the first game in a couple of weeks as well. But from the start of the season to where you are now defensively, what stands out? You know, JG, I mean, this is this is kind of where you wanted to be maybe when the season started, you know, uh, you know, because of you lose spring ball, you lose your summer. We knew we were going to be very youthful and inexperienced on defense by losing four draft picks on defense, uh, multiple starters. And we knew that. And, you know, that's why I said everybody gets affected differently by the, the challenge of COVID. And. Uh, we didn't have a lot of that time like anybody else didn't. But if you have an experienced team on one side or the other or both, you're going to have a huge advantage in our offense. Now we've been hit with COVID, which has affected us. But, you know, we've been a little bit more successful on offense at the beginning of the year because we had more experienced players on that side of the ball. And then you get on the defense side, a lot of younger guys, and we're starting to play a lot better, you know, and especially being as shorthanded as we were on defense. Uh, I thought Rashad Chaney and you look inside with D'Angelo Carter and, Look at what they did as freshmen against, you know, um, Nebraska's big offensive line. I mean, that just shows what's coming. Uh, you know, I mean, Mariano had 18 tackles. But we spent a lot of that time that we were we were off, uh, especially when we we're doing our progression, a lot on individual, uh, a lot of techniques, fundamentals, and getting back to that to just develop it. Even the week of Nebraska, we did more fundamentals than we ever have throughout a week of practice. And I thought that paid off with that young defense uh, and, a guy, and so many guys that were out. So, um, you know, again, complete team effort, but I thought that was one of the major differences. You mentioned Mariano Sori Marin, 18 tackles. That's a most for a gopher since Cashman had the 20 tackles uh, against Northwestern a few years ago. And um, and that time when Cashman got the 20 tackles, if you remember, he did not win player of the week defensive in the Big Ten that week. He won it the week after. I think it was against Purdue, or I think it was Purdue. He won it when the Gophers got the win. Well, the Big Ten uh, didn't wait around, and uh, it's kind of cool to see Mariano Sori Marin get Big Ten defensive player of the week this week. Um, he was all over the field, and look, when the, when the quarterback backs on the other team have uh, the capabilities of running how much more falls on him and and how did he obviously handled it very well there's a lot more that falls on him but I think it's also the progression of the other linebackers for him to be able to settle into his role however when you look at the game he split reps between Mike and Will so you have a guy playing two different positions uh, which is extremely difficult to do in our system uh, the Will linebacker what Kamal Martin played last year is an incredibly active position not that the Mike isn't uh, but they're very different positions. And uh, I thought he did a tremendous job going back and forth uh, and played really well. So he's just got it. This is a huge step in his development. It's a huge step for him of owning that defense and being an incredible leader on defense. Uh, he, he's one tough player. When you think of Big Ten linebackers, you kind of think of Mariano Sori Marin. Um, and again, we still have him for a long time. So we're really excited about his future. Where I can stand, um, I'm among the cardboard cutouts, but I always have a pretty good view of what you're doing during a game. And we've talked over the years, kind of your approach during any given game. I remember your first game, you kind of let your coaches coach and you just observed everything. The first game you ever had here. Some games you're bouncing around to all the different position groups. Looked like you were very involved, you know, from the offensive line to the receivers going down to the defense. Was that a conscious thing by you, given all the different players that were that were playing? Or was it, am I reading too much into kind of your activity during the game on Saturday? 
Yeah, JG, I don't know if I have ever gone in and said, okay, I'm going to do this or do this a little bit more. I think besides the first game to kind of just see what, what everybody does and how they respond. But I felt more than usual, I would say. I, 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 I had to do more. Like we, we were all short manned. We were, we were outgunned, we were outmanned, uh, we, we were everything, right? So everybody had to do a little bit more and had to do it better. So it wasn't just me. You know, I know the camera comes on me probably more than everyone else, but everyone else was doing a little bit more. Every, I mean, our, our, our players were doing more. Uh, our coaches were working harder because we, we were, everybody was just a little short staff, short man. And for everybody to be able to pitch in a little bit more, but I knew we were going to have to keep, there were so many young kids on that field that they were going to have to hear it's okay. It's yeah. okay, right? And, and because I still remember my, when I, my first college football game, uh, I got a ball thrown to me, went right through my hands, and it was a pick six back the other way. Uh, and I was known at the end of my career for catching everything, right? Um, but I, it was a pick six. And I go back over to the bench, and I sit down, and, and, and sitting by Justin McCarrens, who played eight years in the NFL, and, and, and Daryl Hill, who played like six years in the NFL. And I'm in the middle of them, like just – <laughs> I stink. My first chance, you know, I catch everything. Joe Novak walks over to me, hits me on the knee, says, don't worry, Rook, we're going to come right back to you. And I thought he was going to come yell at me. But it was that one moment that said, okay, well, you know, there's a difference between the fourth-year player doing it that you count on, that you really you, you, can, you can handle the situation differently, versus the first kid getting, the kid getting his first reps. I mean, is he, I mean, Austin Henderson ran out there a few times, and he hasn't even practiced. He's only had three practices with the ones. With the, yeah. with the team uh, instead of the scout team. And, uh, you know, I, I just thought everybody handled themselves with poise. Even Daniel Jackson, when he had two tough plays, came back and responded. Uh, I thought our quarterback held himself very positively in the pocket with a bunch of new players in front of him. Uh, there's so much that if you read between the lines and you peel back the onion, and as you said, I don't think you're reading into it. Uh, 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 I don't think you're trying to read into something. It's just, it was a very challenging game and it was going to take all of us to just be better than we've ever been. And uh, our, our players found a way to execute the game plan. Well, yeah, well, you mentioned Daniel Jackson. He got his hair uh, tussled by about everybody on the field. That was how people responded to him. They ran over and kind of ran there. You weren't the only one that kind of patted him on the head. I thought that was kind of funny. He was probably like, leave my hair alone. It's looking good right now. But that's what, that's how Daniel Jackson was uh, was being accommodated to there on the field. Yeah, I mean, uh, you uh, you have small children, and I think it was exactly. the in the uh, um, let's see the Minions movie where the it's so fluffy, <laughs> you know, where she I forgot her name, but uh, I've seen that a million times, right? Me so you too. just want to yep. just want to pat him on the head, but you know he responded really well. He's going to be a really good player. Uh, he's got to continue to get better, change his best. Uh, but the only way you get better is putting those positions of what you can do and what you need to be able to do and what you haven't done yet. And I think he responded in a very positive way. And Coach Simon got a lot of those guys ready to play and made some big-time plays for us that haven't had an opportunity before. Yeah, no question. They they got their feet under and made some catches, as you mentioned. Um, and we, we could go through, I think this is the beauty of the win. We could almost go through, you know, the, the 25 or 30 guys that had an impact. And they all, as you said, did a little bit more. I wanted to ask you specific about, and we'll probably hit on a few of these guys, but uh, you had you had brought up defense um, and guards. You'd ask you about defense. I want to ask you about Boye Mafe as um, he had a huge game, obviously forced the fumble, had a couple of sacks, uh, had a couple of pressures. Um, I thought, as Daryl Thompson likes to call it, he bubbled the line of scrimmage and some of those jet sweeps, which allowed other guys to come in and, and get, the, uh, get the tackle later in the play. Um, but, well, what can you say about his progression as a player? 
Boy, he, we're a different football team when he plays, right? I mean, you can just start to see as we keep forming this. And I know it's a lot, it's pretty hard for our fans because they haven't got a chance to go around, get to see our football team, watch spring practice, watch spring games, get those depth charts, know who's in, know who's out, um, who has COVID, who doesn't, who's going to play. It's hard to gain traction this year of even who's on the field and who's going to play for us. But he's a guy, you know, that when we missed him at Purdue, uh, that was devastating for us. I mean, we knew that that was going to be a, a major piece of the puzzle to beat Purdue that we weren't going to have. And then the games get canceled. And, and we're just so thankful to have him back. Coach Wilt's done a great job of developing him uh, into an elite pass rusher. I think he's one of the best ones in the league, becoming one of the better ones in the league. Uh, and again, like you said, and also helping be able to get better at playing the run. I think he's a really good third down defensive end right now, can really rush the passer. Uh, and now he's started to develop even in the run game, setting edges, shedding blocks, making tackles. Same thing with Big O. So everybody's just getting better. And that's all I want to see is people getting better. And from the beginning of the year till now, have we gotten better? And that answer to the question is yes. And I mean, from the top to the bottom, and you get a chance to see that. Even some of these young guys who shouldn't be playing yet, I mean, they have to play. And again, we'll get some of the guys back. Uh, as we go. Uh, but again, people are going to have to be able to play and, and uh, contribute and do more than they ever have. Pete Thamel's piece on Saturday night, um, his takeaway piece, where you, you kind of let him in on what the theme of the week last week was. For those that maybe didn't read it, can you explain how Valley Forge uh, had an impact on, on the program last week? Grimmie, you want to go to a commercial first, or you want that story? <laughs> well, you we, we yeah, Forge, let's George tease uh, for Valley Forge. Uh, nothing better than Valley Forge. I'll get my Civil War uh, outfit out, and we'll have a great time here in the. Oh, a revolutionary war! <laughs> a revolution, not Civil War. Revolutionary war. Two different things. Hey, I need right the now, lesson. So let's get a break. I was, we better go to a break. <laughs> you can tell I was not a sixth grade social studies teacher. That's for sure. <laughs> <laughs> we will uh, we will take that break. We'll get the story here on Valley Forge and the Revolutionary War when we come. back. First, we want to tell you about Onward for Business, presented by Sunbelt Business Advisors, wanting you to be on your team when you buy or sell a business. Onward for Business is the one-stop shop for buying or selling your business and for payroll, insurance, bookkeeping, and more. Onward, Sunbelt Business Advisors, proud to sponsor Gopher Football Weekly with P.J. Fleck. Mrs. Allen, my fifth-grade teacher, I'm sure is upset that I got that war mixed up, so uh, P.J. Fleck will straighten us out when we come back. I got Mr. Hall. Mr. Hall, I got you. <laughs> AP History. I was I, Last time I paid attention, but I was, brother. Go this ahead. this is Gopher Football Weekly with P.J. Fleck from Learfield IMG College. Hey, real quick. We know you're listening to this show because you love your college football team. Or you just can't quit your college football team. But either way, I'm pretty sure on some level you're into college football as a whole. Yeah, that sounds right. So if you're way into all things college football, you got to listen to the Solverable College Football Podcast. Strongly agree. We've got preview podcasts, recap podcasts. We do a weekly space-themed big-picture college football podcast because, I don't know, we like space and we like college football? Exactly. And that's because we don't just love college football on the Solverable College Football Podcast. We live. Correct. Search for The Solid Verbal wherever you listen to any of your podcasts or head to solidverbal.com to make it easy and find all the info you need to subscribe to the show absolutely free. We are professionals. We are family and friends. We are volunteers. We are community partners. We are a team dedicated to helping you succeed. We help protect and serve America's businesses. When you need us, we're here to help. 
At Federated Mutual Insurance Company, it's our business to protect yours. Rated A-plus superior by AM Best Company. Dome is a second of the action. Get your favorite game time snacks from Holiday, delivered by DoorDash. From chips to chocolate, essentials to energy drinks, you can get it delivered from Holiday. Find Holiday in your DoorDash app and fill your car with everything you're craving. Candy bars, frozen pizza, ice cream, and more. Don't miss any of the game with DoorDash delivery from Holiday. And go Gophers. Restrictions apply. When it comes to home renovation or project cleanup, Waste Management's Bagster Bag is one strong receiver. The Bagster Dumpster in a Bag can hold up to 3,300 pounds of debris. That's about the weight of the entire Golden Gophers first team offense plus three cheerleaders. The Bagster Bag is just the right size for kitchen and bathroom remodels or basement and garage cleanups. And it can cost 50% less than renting a full-size dumpster, making it the perfect solution for your next project. To make the Bagster Bag part of your cleanup playbook, visit thebagster.com. A funny thing happens in Minnesota in the winter, whether you like cozy nights in a cabin, meeting friends for burgers after skiing, flying down more than 22,000 miles of groomed snowmobile trails, or hiking in the silence of the woods. A funny thing happens. The coldest months of the year have a way of bringing about the warmest moments in life. Find your true north only in Minnesota. Visit exploreminnesota.com. When you want to get around gold country safely, securely, and on time, call Carrie Limousine. Carrie is the leader in the business, offering a world-class fleet featuring consistent, reliable service every time. Carrie sanitizes each vehicle before each trip so you can feel confident when your certified driver picks you up. When you're ready to travel, call Carrie Limousine, 612-623-0565, or book online at Carrie.com. That's C-A-R-E-Y.com. We know we're asking a lot. So how dare we healthcare professionals ask you not to visit family these holidays? We dare because every day we hold the hands of dying COVID patients who can't be visited by their families. Not even to say goodbye. Wear a mask. Keep your distance. Do your part. An urgent plea from Fight COVID MN, a partnership of Minnesota Healthcare. The best teams are led by people with experience in the field. Case IH equipment, from combines and tractors to hay and forage tools, is built by farmers who use it every day. Make the right call and go with the team that wins in any field. Visit your local Case IH dealer or go to caseih.com slash gophers. For commercial use only, customer participation subject to credit qualification and CNH Industrial Capital America LLC approval. Standard terms, conditions, and other restrictions apply. Down payment may be required. It's game day, Gophers, and TCF Bank is excited to cheer on Minnesota football for another week of dominating the competition. As your hometown bank, our commitment and care for the community runs deep, just like our support for the Gophers. And we know the whole community is safest and at its strongest when every individual member of the Gopher community does their part, because that's how we all win this season. So although we won't see you at TCF Bank Stadium, keep cheering for the maroon and gold, and we'll do the same, just like we've been doing for the past 25 years. Good luck, Gophers. TCF, what's in it for we? Hi, this is Jan. Thanks for calling Toyota. Hi, Jan. I heard Toyotathon is on. It sure is. We've got great year-end deals on Camry, RAV4, Tundra, Highlander, and more. <coughs> um... 
Do you hear that? That would be my mom. I'm home for the holidays, and apparently she's still eavesdropping on my calls like she used to. Oh, what was that again about year-end deals? Mom. Oh, I'm sorry, honey. <laughs> and did I mention every new Toyota comes with Toyota Care? Our two-year or 25,000-mile maintenance plan. Toyota-thon is on now. Come in today. Right now, get 0.9% APR financing for 60 months on a new 2021 Highlander Hybrid. Head into your local Toyota dealer today or visit toyota.com for more details. Event ends January 4th. Toyota, let's go places. 0.9% APR financing for 60 months with $1,705,000 borrowed on approved credit from Toyota Financial Services. Does not include taxes, license, title, registration fees, and dealer fees. Does not include college, credit, military, rebate, varies by region. See dealer for details. All friends, one four twenty one. Welcome back to Gopher Football Weekly with P.J. Fleck, Mike Grimm, and Justin Gard with you, and the head coach, P.J. Fleck, of course, along with. Since his name's on the show, he has to be here. And um, he's going to put his uh, get the chalk and the chalkboard out, and it's not coaching, although really teaching is coaching. He's, uh, he, he teased the, and guards, he asked him about the Valley Forge theme. I messed it up. I said Civil War. Of course, it's the Revolutionary War. I do know this, if memory serves in my history lesson, that uh, there was a very cold period uh, where it was very hard and Valley Forge in the middle of the winter during this war. Am I am I on the right path at least? Boy, you really are. There you go. Now you're now now you're cooking with Crisco. <laughs> so tell us about the theme. We have a theme every week, right? This is nothing new. For eight years being a head football coach, I'm a sixth grade social studies teacher. I mean, what do you expect? I mean, we're going to find a way to make sure we focus our team on what we need to be able to do. Uh, relate it to something in history, relate it to something current, uh, and we're going to find a theme that kind of fits. And so, you know, we have 33 players out. We've got 22 freshmen they're going to play. I mean, you're getting towards the end of the season. It's been really hard. Uh, the American Revolution and the Revolutionary War was uh, the, the the great story of underdogs. I mean, here we are as colonies in the Union that want to break away from the Redcoats and don't want to be taxed anymore. And we're going to throw our tea in the Boston Harbor and say, stop pushing us around. We haven't won. We've only won one time since 1960 in Lincoln. Well, we just made it the second time, right? So there was a lot of things going on. And, you know, we, we focused on the Battle of Yorktown. That, that was the whole theme. But Coach Haynes, on Thursday, we have a member of our staff kind of feed off that theme and talk to Thursday, talk Thursday to the team. And he hit on, the theme was Yorktown. And uh, so we were talking about Yorktown and how we defeated the, the, you know, the British at Yorktown, one if by land, two if by sea, right? And we had to find a way. But it, that would have never happened if it wasn't for Valley Forge. And Valley Forge was a really, really tough place to be. And it, it tested everybody's will and everybody's cause more than anything. And so we were gonna we were gonna need everybody. We were out we were out manned, we were out gunned, we were out shipped, right? We they we we were getting low on ammunition, and we had our, our pitchforks, our axes, uh, our bayonets, uh, and and we were gonna have to find a way to just to get to the next battle. We were gonna have to win Valley Forge. And uh, first half was Valley Forge, and that's what we told them. Second half was now, okay, we won Valley Forge, we got out of there, and now we have to actually go win the whole thing with Yorktown. And they did. And, and sometimes you have those, everybody's like, wow, that, that, you said that to them and it worked? Sometimes it doesn't work, okay? Right. Like, we have a theme, we've lost games here, right? I mean, we all know that. And we've had <laughs> themes too, but it's a way for them to be able to focus and, and, and to go through the week, learn a little bit, have fun with it. I mean, that word fun, I know is really hard to swallow, but it, it, to have fun. I mean, we had an egg toss at the end of one practice. We rolled a virtual roller coaster at Disney World before one team meeting. 
just to have fun and, and realize like how much of a challenge this was and then give them a piece of history so they understand what they were able to do. So that was the whole theme of it. Uh, you know, I always give out little trinkets and we did some little uh, revolutionary war. I said that you're going to have to, before you go to bed, because we had to do everything virtually. They had to pick these up. I, I, I usually do bed check. I'm not doing bed check now, you know, this year. So they have to pick up their little trinkets when they come down for snack. And I don't know if you know, but there's, there's Battle of Yorktown army figurines, right? Just like we used to play with army figurines. So I told them before they went to bed, I was like, listen, when we were kids, we had to use our imagination. And we had to use these little figurines to like fight battles and win. And, and they're sitting there looking at me like, you did what? So that was their little gift before they went to bed, their little joke, you know, that they kind of had. So that was the whole story of it. And again, not one person in our program is comparing playing a football game to a war or a battle or anything between life and death. It wasn't comparing that at all. It was just giving some type of reference uh, and motivation to what's happened in our country and what's happened in our world that we can overcome anything. So again, I wanna make sure I'm very clear on that though. This is not comparing football to war or battle, uh, not even close, uh, life and death and then a game, uh, not even close. But I just wanna make sure I'm very clear on that. But um, I like to be able to educate our players on, on history as well as we go through uh, the season. And your play-by-play -play guys who now yeah. has that war He's got that straightened out. It, 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 how old do you yeah. remember? 50 now? Yeah. You figured that out. No. Uh, uh, well, I, I, I was on the right track. I do. It does make more sense when uh, when guards interviewed Tanner Morgan in the postgame and he said no taxation without representation. I was wondering where that came from, but uh, that was it. It's very then. political. Very yeah. Well, yeah. 1700 very, politics. Yes, no no doubt. No doubt about it. Well, that, no, that's that's pretty cool. And as you mentioned, each theme, uh, each week you have a theme and and, and uh, sometimes they work, sometimes they don't. This one works. And uh, good. the good news is they've they've definitely worked more than, than not over the course of your eight years um as long as we're on this subject has there been one that was just such a big dud that you just said we're never gonna because i know you have occasionally rekindled one that might have worked a few years ago or what have you have you had one that sticks out that like you even joke about like guards and i will have things that we do on the road and like yeah we're never doing that again that was dumb i'm that, that was my fault whatever have you ever had one a theme where you're like man that was that was not good uh, I wouldn't say that, no, because I'm not one to ever say, you know, I regret doing that or, you know, uh, it, it is what it is. It happened exactly the way it happened. It's meant to be that way. I think when you're looking at this year, you know, we put a lot of, you know, when you're talking about the grow higher and the bamboo tree in year four, and I, I look back on that and sit there and say, okay, we can reuse it uh, because we really never really got to that actual meaning and got to build our year around that. There were things that took way more precedent than that. Um, I think we've we've been able to learn from everything we've done, uh, things that have kind of uh, worked in our advantage, things that, you know, it, it's not about it works and it doesn't work. It's just about the week. These kids have so much to do and, and so many expectations and academically, athletically, socially, spiritually, their life. And when they come to the building, we want them to have fun. We want them to be looking forward to something. And you'd be shocked that they just want to guess the theme. They want to guess what's going, what are we going to do this week? And it just, it brings a little bit, more than just the, 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 the stagnant, monotonous every week. And that's fine for the first few weeks, but we're, we're in a pandemic. We've had a lot of uh, social issues. Uh, it's been a long year for everybody. Here we are, mid-December, still playing a regular, you know, regular season just ended. Now we're getting into championship week. So it's, it's one of those years that have, uh, you, you've learned so much from, but have given you even more for the coming year. So uh, if I could, if I would think about it, I'm sure I could come up with one or two, but... Uh, I, I wouldn't say I regret him. I would probably just say, wow, that was, 
<laughs> oh, this one. In one and 11, all 11 that didn't work that year, that would probably say, I'd probably say those 11. Well, and you think about, and I think what you're, what you're hitting on is that, you know, the, 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 the monotony, I guess, of a season sometimes. If you, and, and even your message sometimes after seven or eight weeks, the same voice can get, uh, for a player, you could get tuned out to where if you can bring a unique message and a unique and fresh approach every single week, right? That becomes something kids can engage in week in and week out. Yeah. So when you get to the season, like this year, it was our historical, we call them historical battles, right? In the world, in world history, U.S. history, and it could be anything. It could be Pepsi versus Coke. That's a historical battle, right? I mean, it could be an actual war or a, a true battle. Uh, it was, it was, it was certain things like that. And, and that's what the whole theme of this football season was. And then each week you're picking one of those and they're looking forward to that. Um, you know, elite leaders, right? That's another thing. And then you're picking from those elite leaders each week. Uh, uh, musical groups or uh, musical influences in our, in, in our American history. And you're, and you're using all types of genres. And it just, and that's the music that's played during the week in practice. It just, there's so many ways that you can have cultural ways to teach lifetime lessons uh, and and find a way to make it really fun. And I think that's the elementary school teacher in me is that, you know, you're dealing with 35 sixth graders and, you know, one kid's picking his nose over here. One kid's, you know, uh, you know, he, he, he's still not potty trained over here. You got this kid that's, you know, waiting there ready for uh, pre-calc. You know, it's like you have, you have such a wide range of these of these of these young people and you have to find 35 different ways to make sure everyone gets the lesson. And I think that's part of what we do inside our culture that might be unique, different, but it's us. And I'm not, I'm not afraid to ever share that with people because when you share things, you leave it open for arrows and scrutiny. And, but you know what, there's more people that take things from our program and that's what we do it. We want to share it. We want to share it with schools, share it with elementary schools, teams, coaches, leaders, so they can use maybe some of that stuff to make their programs or what they're in charge of maybe a little bit better. And that's, uh, that's what we want to continue to do to share with our state of Minnesota. Indeed. All right, well, let's take another break here. We'll come back. Uh, I know Garzi's uh, dying to ask you a few more questions. I've got a few. We've got Wisconsin coming up Saturday. Uh, we continue to break down that Nebraska win as well, 24-17. Gopher Football Weekly is presented by Blue Cross and Blue Shield of Minnesota, the number one health plan for Medicare in the state. We thank Blue Cross and Blue Shield of Minnesota for supporting Golden Gopher Athletics. Stay with us. It's Golden Gopher Football Weekly with P.J. Fleck from Learfield IMG College. To some, the sound of a baby babbling doesn't mean much, but that's not true. They're testing out vowels and consonants and trying different sounds. And by 12 months, their babbling is beginning to take on meaning, especially if there's no babbling at all. Little to no babbling by 12 months or later is just one of the possible signs of autism in children. Learn more at AutismSpeaks.org. Brought to you by Autism Speaks and the Ad Council. Part-time job, full-time hustle, all-time Shiro to all of us. You nurture, we listen. You teach, we thrive. You lift our spirits, but we've got to lay down the truth. It's time for you, our Shiro, to stretch for the stars. Start saving more for retirement now so you can feel prepared and live your life to the fullest. Get free tips to help boost your retirement savings now at aceyourretirement.org slash Shiro. A message brought to you by AARP and the Ad Council. Okay, forest animals, kids are coming to the forest, and it's up to us to make their visit a good one. Sparrow, have you practiced the most popular bird songs for the year? Of course. 
catchy. I like it. River, how's the temperature? It's a refreshing 52 degrees, man. I love it. Uh, Turtle. He's not here yet, man. Uh, he's late every morning. Okay. Squirrel. The forest has been preparing just for you. To learn more about cool things to do in the forest, visit discovertheforest.org. Brought to you by the U.S. Forest Service and the Ad Council. Tom has been a teacher for over 40 years. One day, I think one of the students had asked the question and he didn't remember the answer. And I also noticed that he was letting his class out earlier than they were supposed to let out. I was really starting to worry. Levi and I talked about how it would change our lives, but he was there beside me. When something feels different, it could be Alzheimer's. Now is the time to talk. Visit alz.org slash stories to learn more. A message from the Alzheimer's Association and the Ad Council. Jill, why don't you tell the class what you did this weekend? Well, my dad and I went in search of some magical minnows and found a zillion of them in the stream from our lookout rock. Then my sister and I escaped from an evil slug king and went back to my super twig fort for safety. Then we told stories till it got dark and the Big Dipper led us all the way home. Where were you, Jill? We went to the forest. It's not that far away. Ask your parents to take you and your friends to the forest this week. It's closer than you think. Check out discovertheforest.org. Brought to you by the U.S. Forest Service and the Ad Council. Papa, why can't we telegraph while riding a horse? Son, there ain't no one to blame but Jeffro. He was riding old Betsy the Stallion, tip-tapping away at his telegraph, when blam, ran right into the side of the saloon. Well, if Jeffro can't do it, neither should you. Don't text and drive. Visit StopTextStopRex.org. A message brought to you by the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration, Project Yellow Light, and the Ad Council. America, your children have an amazing superpower. They can help save lives by not having playdates. That's right. By replacing get-togethers with virtual playdates and video chats, they can help slow the evil spread of germs. And if your superheroes do go outside, make sure they continue their superhero wing by staying six feet away from others to protect everyone in America land. Find out more at coronavirus.gov. A message from the CDC and the Ad Council. Hey, Dad, how do airplanes fly? What's in this box? Is this tree good for climbing? How are babies made? What does this thing do? Kids are curious about everything, including guns. Talking to them about gun safety in your home is a good first step, but you can do more. Always keep your guns locked, unloaded, and stored separately from ammunition. Safe gun storage saves lives. Learn how to make your home safer at nfamilyfire.org. That's nfamilyfire.org. Brought to you by N Family Fire, Brady and the Ad Council. Adopt US Kids presents What to Expect When You're Expecting A Teenager Learning the Lingo Jelly Jelly adjective Jelly is a shorter, better way to say jealous As in, Chloe, I am like so jelly of your unicorn phone case You don't have to speak teen to be a perfect parent Thousands of teens in foster care will love you just the same Visit AdoptUSKids.org Brought to you by the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services Adopt US Kids and the Ad Council First, I hold my hands out like they're on a steering wheel. Then I look over my shoulder. One, okay, cool guy. Two, three times. Next, oh, I put it in reverse. Meep, meep, meep. Then I take it up and down, up, up, and down. And that, kiddos, is called the forklift. Dance like a dad. It's a great way to make a moment with your kids. Now that's dancing. Sure beats flossing. Visit fatherhood.gov. Brought to you by the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services and the Ad Council.
Welcome back. It's more Gopher Football Weekly with P.J. Fleck, Mike Rim, and Justin Gard with you. We want to remind you, if you missed any portion of today's show, you can always catch it on demand via our Golden Gopher podcast. Download and subscribe wherever you get your podcast. Before we look ahead, and the battle for Paul Bunyan's axe will be happening on Saturday. It's a 3 o'clock kickoff. We'll take air at 1 o'clock from Madison. Um, a, a couple of uh, final wrap-ups on the big win against Nebraska. And you mentioned uh, in the very one of the very first things you said, Coach, at the start of the program was, uh, multiple uh, starters missing up front. So you don't have the starting center. You don't have the starting left guard. So Nathan Bowe uh, becomes your starter at center. His first career start, you move Andres back into where he had played in his previous life at, at guard. And then you bring in Ariante Ursary and J.J. Gaday playing for the first time ever uh, in their um, in their college career for sure with the Ursary. I don't know if maybe J.J. had gotten a play or two in over the course of his career, but nothing on a regular basis. And, man, that group of six guys uh, – um, I thought, uh, one, pass protected amazingly well, and two, when the game, as you mentioned, was on the line, um, that last drive was reminiscent of kind of the Outback Bowl where you just kept the ball and never gave it back. Yeah, we knew we were going to have to finish the game on offense somehow, some way. We wanted to do that, and that was going to hopefully be the case if you keep the game close, short in the game, play somewhat mistake-free football, do really good on defense, keep them out of the end zone. Uh, we knew we were going to be able to have a chance. But when you look at it, as many guys that played, you know, and you look at that offensive line, just a credit to the coaching staff and credit to the players. Brian Callahan does a great job. Clay Patterson, Kenny Burns, they do an awesome job, uh, especially with those guys. So, uh, But that's the mentality we have. Your opportunity will come. Take advantage of your opportunity. And they definitely did that. Was it perfect? No. Is it the perfect recipe for success? No. But they found a way to be able to get it done. And, you know, uh, we're, we're just thankful, you know, for we got to play. I mean, the regular season's over, right? I mean, we finished uh, 500, which nobody wants to finish in the, the 500. But there's five teams that finished 500 and above in the regular season. We're now in Champions Week, which was not on the schedule, right? In terms of it was, but you don't know who you're going to play, right? So the regular season ends. We finished 500 or above. Five teams did that. I mean, think about that. We finished fifth in the Big Ten. Right. And with all the challenges we had and what happened, I'd, I'd say that's, you know, again, people are going to look at it and say the things they want about it. I'm so proud of our team, our players, our kids uh, for what they were able to do uh, and our staff. So, um, you know, that's the only second time we've won there since 1960. That's a big accomplishment. And not only that, you know, we're 18 and seven in the last 25 games. And that's the best since the 60s. And, you know, I have some stats because I, I just told our team that, too. So, uh, you know, I, I think I think that's phenomenal. Um, and, and again, it's not what you want. Uh, you want to win every single game. But when you look at where we were and what we were able to accomplish, uh, I'm really proud of the progress we're making. On that final drive, it starts with a really nice throw and a really nice catch by Clay Geary, a guy that you've talked about as you've talked about your group of receivers the last year or so is a guy who's been playing behind, obviously some all time greats here in the program, but tell us a little bit about that play. And also just clay's progression from a guy who's like I said, sitting behind those players to now making an impact for you. Yeah. I mean, the one thing about our program is just because you're the next guy doesn't mean you're going to be the next guy in, uh, you got to earn that. And clay Geary's earned it. I mean, clay Geary, uh, has gone through a lot in the last three years to be able to be in the position he was put in. Uh, and have the confidence to be able to go do that. Not that we haven't played him before, but to have the opportunity and the confidence to make those plays himself, he's been through a lot to get to that point. So very rewarding to watch a guy like that who has earned everything he's gotten. And to have success on Saturday was really, really important uh, for everybody in our program, but especially for Clay. I'm really happy for him. I know he's going to continue to stay hungry and change his best because he can be a really good player in this league, and he can he showed that. And he's got a great role for us. 
Coach, um, I, I, when we started this segment, I asked you about the offensive line, and then I kind of segued into just the general drive. I do want to specifically ask you about the line, and not just yep. about what they did Saturday, but just kind of the future too. Because um, as you look at it, you, you got you know Bope. You know, I watched. I, I watched. I tried. I mean, you guys know way more than I. I just watched from a from an untrained eye. And it, look, everyone on occasion is going to let a guy get by them. But there were some pancake blocks by some guys that hadn't played a lot of football on Saturday, which is pretty cool. So you got. Those guys, the new guys, uh, Ursary and Gaday and Bo, finally getting in. You've got, uh, and I don't know, maybe you can help enlighten us here. You've got seniors who maybe can come back. Maybe they, maybe they want to move along. Maybe they want to be Gophers. And you've got guys that have opted out or that are injured that started last year that might be back. What, what, what is the offensive line? Tell us the situation there. Well, it's ever, it's ever evolving. It's always <laughs> evolving, right? Coach Callahan, I don't think anybody develops offensive line uh, better than, than Coach Callahan. I'm not talking about getting all the four- and five-star guys and letting them play and then put them in the weight room. I'm talking about full development, two, three-star kids that get a chance to get here and really have four or five years of development. And, again, everybody uses that against us. We haven't had an O-line drafted, O-lineman drafted in 18 years. That is going to change very quickly. We have eight, nine guys on this offensive line on this team that are going to be drafted. So that's going to change. And people aren't going to be able to say that about us anymore. They aren't going to be able to say that we haven't had this drafted since 1970-something. They can't use that anymore. And that's what's great. We're building that. And when you look at where we are going to be next year with our offensive line, with the guys that are seniors that are coming back, plus the freshmen that are playing now, plus the guys we're bringing in, plus the guys who have opted out, uh, we feel really good where we are in the future uh, with the investment that we've made over the course of these years to do it the way we've done it. We're going to start seeing the benefits of that here very shortly. So in Valley Forge, which was the first half, if I listened um, last segment, uh, you had to take all your timeouts, including a couple on offense. And I think we talked at halftime saying we got to get some things adjusted. In the second half, it seemed like the play clock wasn't the issue that it was in the first half. What was the difference between first half and second half in terms of was it getting the plays in, getting people organized? where you didn't have to call timeouts in those situations. Well, Valley Forge, I mean, they were, they were eating flour and water. They just took a scoop, and that's, you know, it, it was here's, – here's the thing about the timeout stuff, because I hear this, and, and you guys have watched football a long time. In the first half, guys, I'm going to burn a timeout whenever I feel I don't – when something's just not perfect. Yeah, we've period, talked about that. Because it doesn't matter. Like, to me, those are timeouts to use. The second half timeouts, it better be really, really special – are really important for me to bang a timeout because of the end of the game of it truly means possessions to truly win the game. You don't know how that's going to unfold. The first half sets up that. So if I don't like an alignment, I don't like Mariano covering Wondell Robinson, I'm going to bang a timeout. And they did a good job finding a way to do that. But we were going to let them get away with that, right? I'm not going to I'm not just allow it to happen. If the play clock's running down and I don't feel comfortable that one, we'll either get it off or two, don't like the look, bang a timeout why would I put our players in a bad situation and again the second half is when you make a lot of those adjustments that maybe caused you to do that to not take the penalty or the negative play in the first half because again usually everybody shows you your cards in the first half you show what your answers are going to be to certain things halftime you adjust and then again our coaches know listen I'll bail everybody out in the first half if you need something I got you no problem formation wrong nobody feels good about the front the look we don't like who's covering who I'll bang a timeout and usually I'm in charge of that 100% but we get to the second half they're priceless those are <laughs> possessions that's a whole possession that we get the ball back if we need it right and I'm not saying I won't use them but people just think oh it's screwed up it's not screwed up it's just 
there's something in there that maybe I just don't like as much, or I don't want to take a penalty, or I just don't see exactly what I want to see. So again, I have a certain, just like my two point stuff. Uh, I'm not going to ever go for it on two until the fourth quarter. Everybody knows that. Like you have your own coaching philosophies, right? And you stick by those. Uh, there's times I've used one timeout in the first half or no timeouts in the first half rarely, but I like to use them. I use them. I use them for what you guys would call momentum breakers. Like I, I use them as a, as coach Patino would use it on a 16 and 0 run. Like I use them to use them. They're there, especially in the first half. So I'm going to use them. I'm not going to stop using them, but people just think, Oh, another timeout. What's wrong. There's nothing wrong. You know, maybe somebody got is, is really winded or somebody got banged up and they're not going down, but we want to get them checked out or, you know, I want to give that guy a little break or he's taking four in a row, call timeout. Cause I want him to take five in a row. And if I have to take five in a row, I got to pull him out. There's so many things. Sorry for rambling on about that, but well, no, as you know, it comes up a lot. People do they're, they're interested. So I'm glad we asked it. When do you decide? Like, are there, is it like on the play clocks at three? Is it two? Is it just a feeling you have as things are going? I'm sure it's different for everyone. Yeah. Yeah, just remember those aren't earmuffs. Like there's constant communication and I'm going back and forth defense, offense, special teams, going back and forth, boom, boom, talking to all of it and you're managing the game. And as you're listening to things come in and you're watching it all unfold and you're watching the look and you're watching the play and then you're watching it being checked and what they check, their check, there, there are certain times where you're like, all right, let's, 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 why put ourselves in that position? Uh, and then for every other reason. So you, you, you don't decide early. You usually decide pretty late. Well, and, and, and to your point, um, so I'm sure Joe Rossi or somebody was in your ear saying, uh-oh, we got Mariano Sori Marin on Wandale Robinson. You bang a timeout. There was a time. Yeah, everybody the, could have seen that one. Yeah, yeah, I saw that one myself. But, yes, he did say it, but I saw that one. But, but, so, but you take the timeout, and then in the second half, they're more precious. There was a time uh, where Mariano Sori Marin was lined up with Robinson and followed him down the field and broke up a pass. So, I mean, you don't take the timeout there, and you have to do what you have to do, and, and he makes the play, which was kind of cool, too. All right. Uh, yeah, it's not that we don't believe in Mariano matching up with Wandale, but we can address that at halftime, and we can tell him it's okay. Because, you know, they did a right, good job formationally to get Mariano out there, and they had to do a lot of things to make that happen, okay? And they, they get paid to coach, too, and their guys get full-ride scholarships, too. <laughs> so it, at halftime, though, we made a certain adjustment and made sure they knew Mariano, here's what they're doing, and if you ever get in that position again, make sure you get a little bit more depth, and if they run that, get a little bit better angle because he, the first time that he might not have known that. Right. And so we get, we can get to that. And he did a great job in the second time. So again, sometimes it works, sometimes it doesn't, but they're there for a reason. No doubt about it. No doubt about it. All right. We'll take our final break. We'll have our final segment. When we come back, stay with us. It's go for football weekly with PJ Fleck from Learfield IMG college. Minnesota business owners need a great support team to succeed onward for business and Sunbelt business advisors. When you're buying or building a business, trust Onward for Business for one-stop financial services, capital, and insurance. And when it's time to sell, Sunbelt is Minnesota's largest seller of companies, ensuring you always net more at the closing table. Onward for Business and Sunbelt Business Advisors, your business success team, alumni-owned supporters of Gopher Athletics. Visit onwardforbusiness.com and sunbeltminnesota.com today. We know we're asking a lot. So how dare we healthcare professionals ask you not to visit family these holidays? We dare because every day we hold the hands of dying COVID patients who can't be visited by their families. Not even to say goodbye. Wear a mask. 
keep your distance, do your part. An urgent plea from Fight COVID MN, a partnership of Minnesota Healthcare. At Cub, we love the holidays. The cookies, the decorations, family, and of course, the food. And no matter how you celebrate, Cub is here to help. Make it special with all of your favorite holiday traditions. Fresh turkeys, hams, and roasts, seasonal sides, fresh baked pies, and more. This holiday, serve up Smithfield Spiral Sliced Ham for only $1.69 per pound. Cuties three-pound bags are buy one, get one free. And don't miss this price pressure. Bird's eye frozen vegetables are only 77 cents each. Happy holidays from your neighborhood Cub. For many families, Christmas is not about presents. It's about having enough food to eat, warm clothes to wear, and a safe place to sleep. This Christmas season, support your community by ringing bells for the Salvation Army. In a year with fewer red kettles, your help is needed more than ever before. Register to ring or donate at SalvationArmyNorth.org. Your time at a red kettle will help rescue Christmas for families in need. My Shiro doesn't always wear a cape, but she always has time for a hug, a smile, for going the extra mile. My Shiro stretches every dollar, puts in long hours, puts others first. But now it's your time, Mom. When you're ready to retire, we want you to be able to enjoy it. Get free tips to help boost your retirement savings now at aceretirement.org slash Shiro. A public service announcement brought to you by AARP and the Ad Council. It's time for today's STEM tip. Okay, you know recycling is important. No one wants plastic in the ocean. Here's a cool way to repurpose a plastic bottle. Build an awesome terrarium. Cut a large plastic bottle in half and fill the base with sand, pebbles, potting soil, and your favorite plant. I chose an African violet. Put the top of the bottle over your base and place it in the sun. Your plant will grow sealed in its own ecosystem. Fun, right? Learn more at She Can STEM. A message from the Ad Council. Neil Armstrong waited six hours and 39 minutes to step onto the surface of the moon. Jackie Robinson waited 20 months to play his first game with the Brooklyn Dodgers. And even DiCaprio had to wait 22 years to win an Oscar. You can wait until your destination. Don't text and drive. Visit StopTextStopRex.org. A message brought to you by the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration, Project Yellow Light, and the Ad Council. Uh-oh, Brad's buzzed. Oh, yeah? Yeah, he's starting with the woots. <laughs> and now a speech. I just want to say that friendship is about heart. Heart and brain. Who's with me? Good thing is, he knows when he's buzzed. And my brain is saying, when it's time to go home, somebody call me a ride. Love that guy. Me too. Know your buzzed warning signs? Call for a ride when it's time to go home. Buzz driving is drunk driving. A message from NHTSA and the Ad Council. <laughs> Today, singing can help you remember things, so here's some tips for parents out there during these tough times. Number one. Make sure your kids wash their hands for 20 seconds after they've coughed or sneezed Achoo. or been outside. Two. Virtual play dates. Social and physical distancing can help save lives. Three. Tell them they're safe and show your love and pride. Yes, we'll get through this together. Find out more at coronavirus.gov. A message from the CDC and the Ad Council. Hey, Dad, your prescription will be ready in just a minute. Hey, Dad, your laundry will be ready in just a minute. Dad, your lunch will be ready in just a minute. Hey, honey, why don't you take a minute? When you help care for a loved one, you give them as much time as you can. But it's just as important to take time for yourself. 
AARP can help. Find free care guides to support you and your loved one at aarp.org caregiving. That's aarp.org caregiving. Brought to you by AARP and the Ad Council. Welcome back. Our remaining moments with head coach P.J. Fleck on Gopher Football Weekly with P.J. Fleck, Grim and Guard with you. And coach, uh, the battle for the axe we thought wasn't going to happen. And now here we are. It's back on. I know last week you were on the record saying you were hoping that uh, there would be a way to work it out. And once the schedule started to, uh, uh, to, to come together, it looked like it would be a possibility. Um, kind of take us through from a, the school and coaching staff side of things. Did you have to lobby hard with the league or was the league like, yeah, this makes total sense. Let's do it? I didn't think anybody really had to lobby hard. I think, you know, you have so many different scenarios. You know that Ohio State's going to play Northwestern. That's done. You've missed a rivalry game with Wisconsin-Minnesota. You missed a rivalry game with Indiana and Purdue. And when you start making sense of the league and you just say, well, that makes sense and that makes sense. So I don't think there was a lot of lobbying. I, I think us saying that we want to was important on both sides, Wisconsin and Minnesota, to, to uphold that rivalry and uh, the many years that it's been played. And the people that have played before us and our team and then the people who play way after us. I mean, it's that important. And I know both fan, both fan bases feel that way. So uh, really excited about the opportunity to get the X game in. And, uh, you know, again, it's uh, again, but the lobby and I, this wasn't like, you know, you had a lobby to get the season back or anything like that. It was just, Hey, listen, we'd love to play it. If there's, if, if, if it's available, if we can make it work, why not? Um, there's been a lot of changes. There's been rules changed. So <laughs> yeah. why not? And if we can make it work, we're both, you know, willing to do that. And I'm not speaking for Wisconsin, but I know for us that we wanted to, and I'm sure they did too. And that's how the game worked out. How unique is it this year? I mean, everything's unique, but how unique is this week in particular with national signing day on Wednesday, preparing for a game, preparing for a big game against a rival, but also trying to bring in the next group and get everything finalized there. What are the differences and the challenges? Oh, you've never done it. That's, that's the challenge you've never done. It's another thing you've never done. You know, we hope to do everything we can to have everybody sign Wednesday morning, um, right before practice uh, and during meetings. Uh, that, that's what's unique because we practice in the mornings. So it's going to be very unique. Um, I, I give this class a lot of credit, and I'm talking about everywhere. Uh, this is one of the – an unbelievable class. And not high in numbers, but when you look at, because again, we kept those numbers manageable because again, the, the amount of scholarships you're going to be given, again, that's a little bit not set yet. So you got to be really careful with that. Uh, but th I give this group a lot of credit. We'll talk more about that on Wednesday, but uh, most of these guys have not visited. Whether they sign now or in February, they're not going to be able to visit those places because of the dead period running through April. There's so many things that th this group has had challenges with, just like every team on their own team recruiting has been a challenge as well so uh, we're just excited about the class excited about the future and, and we'll talk more about that Wednesday but a lot of challenges as running uh, a week this isn't a bowl game this is like you have three weeks to expand it out and right, everybody right. come back uh, and then we can go back out you know Th this isn't that you're, you're you're in a you're in a game week you're in a kind of a postseason post regular season championship week type format and it, it, it's never been done before, so but we're really anxious. We're excited about it, and uh, really thrilled to uh, add these members. What can you tell us about Wisconsin? <laughs> or Wisconsin, uh, you know their defense is playing exceptionally well. Uh, you look at that Iowa Wisconsin game until the fourth quarter late. I think the score, you know, uh, was, I was was able to add a few more late. 
but uh, both defenses were incredible in that game. Defense, uh, you know, the Wisconsin defense is huge up front, very active up front, strong with the front seven. Great job playing, you know, a lot of man coverage on the outside. Uh, they keep everything in front of them, ex limit the explosive plays, very physical. And offense, I mean, they're going to run the football. They're going to do all the reverses. They're going to get in the, you know, they're going to get in their condensed formations. They're going to expand out. They're going to run, uh, you know, their run game that they do. Uh, quarterback has played exceptionally well, especially as a freshman, dating back to when he started. Uh, again, we're, we're, we're gonna, we got to be the best we can be. You know, we, we can't worry about what they're, what, what they're doing or how they've played or when they played this or when they played that. Take the film for what the film's worth. They're a really good football team. Everybody knows that in our league. Everybody who's played them understands that. We know that. I mean, we're, we're now two touchdown underdogs again. But rivalries, that all gets thrown out the window. We got to be able to be our best, uh, play our best. We'll get some of the guys back. Uh, but again, there's going to be a lot of people have to step in and play and uh, get a chance to play in maybe their first X game. I did want to say, to quantify how much you've improved since this game was originally on the schedule, you were three touchdown underdogs back then. Now you're two. So you've improved <laughs> at least one touchdown in the views of Vegas. You can use that if you want. But in terms of getting guys back, you know, as you mentioned, you know, how do you kind of assimilate guys back and, and bring in more people and all that with, the, with what you're expecting Saturday? Yeah, I, I, again, JG, the great thing about it is, you, you know, you're not in charge of it. You know, you, you listen to the medical teams. And as I started my presser after Nebraska, I meant exactly what I said. That's not political. That's not a political statement. I mean, from Mark Coyle, who's doing an unbelievable job, to President Gable, who's doing an unbelievable job, to Joy Thomas, right, to Dr. Nelson, to Mike Sipniak. I mean, we are surrounded by people who truly have the best for our student athletes at the front of their mind all the time, medically, physically, physically, mentally, emotionally. And that's special. And so all I got to do is coach them, know who's coming back when they return and if they return this week or if not for another week. So uh, we're going to do everything we can to get everybody ready and uh, hopefully do everything we can to play our best football game of the year uh, on Saturday. One, one quick follow-up. You mentioned um, this isn't a bowl game, but I do want to ask you about that. Uh, we just have a minute or so left. Um, it, you know, Pitt and BC and a couple of others have said they won't go to a bowl game if invited. Have you guys put thought into that? And, and if, if uh, you're, you get an invitation, will you play a bowl game if, if everything health-wise works? To, to answer your question, and I'll do it one, you know, I'm going to tell you exactly what I'm, I'm thinking right now is our, our, our focus is completely on Wisconsin, period. Um, but those decisions will be made later on. We have not had those discussions yet, uh, but that's going to involve players. That's going to involve staff. That's going to involve administration. That's going to involve our doctors. That's going to involve every single person, uh, rightfully so, and should be. Uh, and again, we know we have a game this week. That's all we're going to focus on. That's all we're going to do. We're going to do everything we can to create the safest environment this week for our team to put the best product on the field on Saturday, period. All right, and now one last one. Um, this week, uh, the Gopher men's hockey team rose to the top of the polls. They're the number one team in the country. They're 8-0, uh, the lone unbeaten. And I, I want to know if you believe that may uh, track back to when they had a guest goaltender in practice a year ago. Do you think that's when things changed for them? Well, yeah, because I just didn't let any shot go by. You know, <laughs> I, I made sure that every every shot was blocked and they had to change their best and, you know, you know, every hole was accounted for. And, you know, I mean, it was, you know, I just appreciate the opportunity from Coach Motzko to go in there and, and make them better and, you know, challenge myself and them, you know, 
Look, that's a joke. I'm kidding. <laughs> I, I am the worst. And it's the second time I've ever been on skates. So, but I will say this, uh, Bob Motzko is doing an unbelievable job. And everybody knew that when we hired him exactly what we're going to get. And he's doing it the right way. Sometimes when you do it that way, at the beginning, you're like, wait a second. And everybody's, oh gosh, what's going on? Listen, this is the number one place for hockey, period. The number one place in the country for hockey. And everybody knows that. And I'm so proud of him. And it's so fun to watch multiple text messages back and forth when I get a chance and I get a chance to watch his hockey games. And I'm just so proud of him and his team. Uh, he talked about how youthful and dangerous they were last year. Yeah. A lot of people didn't want to hear that. <laughs> Nobody wants to hear that. Well, they're listening now and he's, he's dead right. And uh, he's a very, very elite coach and he's been a good friend to me. Um, and it's, it, it's great to have the uh, epicenter of hockey come right back home where it belongs. So we're excited for him. All right. Well, speaking of bringing something back where it belongs, how about uh, an ax on Saturday back here in the Twin Cities? Huh? You got it, guys. That's the plan. All right. Sounds good. We appreciate it. That is P.J. Fleck along with Justin Gardai, Mike Rim, and we will take air at 1 o'clock Saturday, 3 o'clock, the kickoff Minnesota and Wisconsin. This has been Gopher Football Weekly with P.J. Fleck from Learfield IMG College. When it comes to individual and family health insurance, make sure you call the right play and go with Preferred One. You'll score big with top doctors and clinics, flexible coverage plans, and premier customer service. Achieve your best health with 100% covered preventive care, online fitness classes, and for your convenience, 24-7 virtual care. Get an online quote today at PreferredOne.com or talk to your broker. Preferred One is a proud sponsor of Gopher Athletics. Over the years, Boston Scientific has been a proud sponsor of Gopher Athletics and proud supporter and medical research partner with the University of Minnesota. This award has been recognized for over a decade for Gopher football, men's and women's basketball, and men's hockey, recognizing a Gopher athlete who plays with the most heart. In honor of these efforts, Boston Scientific makes donations each academic year to the University of Minnesota Masonic Children's Hospital to advance pediatric heart research. Please join the University of Minnesota and the U of M Masonic Children's Hospital in thanking Boston Scientific for their partnership. On the Gophers Sports Network from Learfield IMG College, this has been Gopher Football Weekly with P.J. Fleck. Brought to you by Onward for Business. Presented by Sunbelt Business Advisors, alumni-owned and Minnesota's largest seller of companies. The preceding has been a Learfield IMG College presentation of the Gophers Sports Network. Some people just know there's a better way to do things, like bundling your home and auto insurance with Allstate, or hiring someone to move your piano instead of doing it yourself. So do things the better way. Bundle home and auto and save up to 25% with Allstate. Bundled savings vary by state and are not available in every state. Saving up to 25% is the countrywide average of the maximum available savings off the home policy. Allstate Vehicle and Property Insurance Company and Affiliates, Northbrook, Illinois.